Hey, it's Ryan Man coming to another Broncos Country Blitz. The Broncos get a big time win at home, beating the Los Angeles Chargers 28 to 13 to go to 6 and 5 on the season. And they did it with a formula that works for this team. Timely passing, solid running game, and stout defense. I mean, the Los Angeles Chargers were coming in hot, and we shut them down for the most part. And we didn't beat ourselves. We had a couple mistakes in there again, but we did not beat ourselves. And big time went at home. Pat Sertain, Patrick Sertain, MVP on defense, two interceptions, one return for a touchdown. Big time game. And what's really cool is when he returned that one for the touchdown, he went and found his dad in the stands and gave him the ball. That was way cool. And you know, when he was running that ball back for the for the touchdown, yeah, he's got number two. I could swear I saw number four next to that too. Man, reminded me of Champ Bailey, giving me some chills. That was awesome. And isn't it crazy on our defense? What, a month ago? We just looked at our linebacking core and went, oh man, decimated. Going to be the weak spot the rest of the season. You know? Kenny Young is stepping up and making plays. Baron Browning is stepping up and making plays. Malik Reed is still playing at a pretty high level, and we got Bradley Chubb back yesterday, even though he's on a pitch count. And, you know, they played pretty solid. That's what I kept noticing in yesterday's game, other than the secondary, is, man, what was going to be a weak spot, supposedly, the rest of the year, has found a way to mold together. And what's interesting. We will always love Von Miller. He will always be a Bronco. But since we have traded Von Miller, we just look like we have a little bit of a better chemistry going there. And, you know, not going so great for Von Miller so far in L.A. On the Rams. I mean, there was even some comments on some of these post-game shows when they were doing the highlights saying, you know, you got to look at that trade. And it's worked out very well for the Broncos and not so well for the Rams at this point. It can always change. It's early. But it's nice to see our linebackers playing so well. And secondary looked solid yesterday. You know, Fuller has come back big time. Led us in tackles yesterday. And, man, he was in the doghouse just a few weeks ago. And, and I, I think it was just whatever was going on. It was a wake-up call. Played really well. And we even overcame some bad calls. There was a call yesterday on Darby. Great technique on the play, and they just called him for pass interference. I think it was pass interference or holding. And, and uh, you looked at the replay, and boy, ticky-tack. I started to say ticky-tack, and the announcers on the on the uh, broadcast said the same thing. Well, that looks pretty ticky-tack. Yeah, you think? And it's just interesting how this defensive unit, you know, Deshaun Williams with half a sack yesterday. You know, Weatherly, who we, who we brought in, uh, who Peyton had a history with in Minnesota, another sack yesterday. And Malik Reed with a half a sack. You know, not not just coming off the page in terms of just popping numbers for amounts of sacks, but we had pressure on Herbert yesterday. And the other part of it, too, is the week prior, he was running all over the field. And what did we do? We let him take his runs, but when he did, we didn't let him get the amount of yards he was getting, especially the week prior, but also in other prior weeks. And we got our shots in. We, we made him think twice about it yesterday. 
you sure you want to run that ball? I mean, you could see, I'm not saying that that led to the interceptions, but boy, you could see we were starting to get to him a little bit. I mean, he's going to be the Chargers quarterback, I'm sure, for a long time. But so far in his young history with the Chargers, we seem to be able to match up well to him, and, and hopefully that continues. And as far as against the Chargers running game, I mean, Broncos defense. I mean, Herbert was the leading rusher. Eckler, we just shut him down. We just shut him down. I mean, you know, you, you, you kind of like to see him do well because he's a Colorado boy, but not against the Broncos. And as far as the receivers, Keenan Allen's going to get his yards. But other than that, not a huge day from any other receiver on the Chargers as well. I mean, it seemed like a lot of the passes Herbert were throwing were contested right away. It seemed like they were rushed. There were drops by the Chargers. It was, it was just a great thing to see. And let's go to the Broncos on offense, okay? So, first of all, giving huge shout-out to Teddy Bridgewater. Huge shout-out. I mean, gets hurt with a shin injury yesterday. Comes back in after a horrific performance by Drew Locke. We'll get a little more to that later. And throws a timely touchdown after rushing for one earlier in the day. I mean... Didn't throw for a lot of yards, 129 yards. That's that's not flashing off the page either. But what Teddy B did do, as mentioned, great rushing touchdown when usually defenses know they can find him in the pocket and great leap to the end zone for that touchdown. And then when he threw the touchdown later in the game, when he came back in the game, he went ahead and avoided Joey Bosa. I mean... He, he had Bridgewater dead to rights, and Bridgewater got around him and threw the touchdown to Saubert. That was a great play. I mean, so props to Teddy B. And I was listening to a couple things after the game. It has been put to rest whether the Broncos made the right choice on the starting quarterback role. Drew Locke came in. He was pressing, fumbled, had a fumble that, Tim Patrick, thank goodness, recovered and ended up resulting in a first down out of all things. And then that interception locked through before the half. Throw the ball away. Hitting one open. And, you know, thanks to Drew, it was 14-7 to instead of 17 to nothing at halftime. This could have been a bigger blowout. Now, Fangio said after the game, it didn't really matter that locked through that pick and how inconsistent he looked. He would have, you know, basically still put Bridgewater back in. <laughs> you can say that, coach. You can say that. But I'm sure there was a little discussion that was had saying, hey, we need you back in there to make sure we win this game. And just a great job by the entire offense, especially Javante Williams. I mean, can we just say running back number one? Now, okay, Melvin Gordon still played great yesterday. 17 carries, 83 yards. 4.9 yards carry, great average. But Javante Williams is out of the backfield. He's just a dual threat that Melvin Gordon isn't. And he breaks tackles when it's just needed the most for a first down or to run the clock out. And Javante Williams is just, he's the center of our offense, in my opinion. 
Now, I think it's still a great one-two punch with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, but I wouldn't be surprised after yesterday if it starts leaning a little more to Javante and he possibly technically starts getting the starts. Unless Broncos coaching staff knows something we don't, that, hey, he gets butterflies at the start of the game or something, who knows, and it's better to have Gordon start. But, I mean, just great play overall, and especially when Locke had to come in. Just Gordon and Williams together on that touchdown drive when Locke had to come in for Bridgewater. Just the powerful runs they had eventually ending up in the Williams touchdown. Just what you need to see from a running game. And we've got to see that the rest of the year. If we are going to be continuing to contend for a playoff spot, we have found our formula. Tough running and timely passing. And, hey, we got our new, you know, newly signed or re-signed receivers involved yesterday on key passes, Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton. They didn't have huge catches yesterday, but they had timely catches. Sutton, big first down catch. Tim Patrick had a couple big catches yesterday. And what was great as well is the Broncos, I think, only had the ball three times in the second half. I mean, only three times. And only two of those three times were productive. But guess what? Got the job done. Got done what they needed to. I mean, when we were running down for the final touchdown drive in the second half, I mean, that drive doesn't happen if there wasn't that timely pass to Cortland Sutton on the sideline. Uh-uh. I mean, that, that was that was a great diving catch by Cortland Sutton to keep that drive alive. Yeah, and let's go and give some props to our kicker. Yep, we're bringing up kicker. Brandon McManus, 800 career points. Pretty neat, huh? Pretty cool. It's crazy to me because I don't think of Brandon McManus, probably because Jason Elam kicked for us for so many years. And then we had Prater. And then, of course, it kind of went from Prater when he had some of his issues and went to McManus. But, man. I mean, that's crazy to think that he's already 800 points with the Denver Broncos. Just way cool to see that happen. Congratulations, Brandon McManus. An interesting stat. Going into this, the Broncos were 5-0 with a fourth quarter lead. 5-0. Now we're 6-0. That's, that's just an awesome stat. So basically, if we go into the fourth quarter and we have a lead, there's a good chance we're going to find a way to pull it out. And now we move on to next week. And we go to KC on Sunday night football. And we have a chance to come out of KC with the lead in the AFC West or part of the lead in the AFC West. Whoever would have thought, right? This team is a little feast or famine. Okay? When we play well, we beat teams and we beat them pretty well like the Chargers and the Cowboys but man when we come out and we lay an egg we have games like the Raiders game at home and the Eagles we need to make sure that team against the Cowboys and the Chargers shows up on Sunday night next week but the team seemed hyped yesterday after the win I think we realize what's possibly still in front of us. And, you know, 
We're in the playoff race in late November. Before the Chiefs game on Sunday night, we will be in the playoff race starting December. Been a while. Been a while. Doesn't it feel good, regardless of the outcome, that we are in the race? We are in the discussion. And even last night, the Browns and Ravens game. Stinker of a game. Stinker of a game. And the Browns obviously didn't get it done. And, and I'm looking at the wild card right now. Let, let's get that taken care of. If we can get the win against Kansas City on Sunday, then we're sharing the lead. We're going to be looking at different things. But the teams we need that, we, that are supposed to be these contenders keep losing. Keep losing and just keep you know, notching Denver up on that wild card discussion and in that list that, you know, of the teams in the hunt. And it's just fun to have playoff discussion in Broncos country again in late November and early December. We have been waiting a while after that Super Bowl 50 hangover, and it is nice, nice to have it back. I will be honest, I had a lot of fun after yesterday's game. I, I was just calling people or leaving messages for people, texting people all over the place. Just a good time after yesterday because you realize the Broncos got another clutch win this season and have set themselves up to at least have a shot for the lead in the AFC West. So we'll see what happens next week. Like I said, it's a feast or famine team at times this year. But, you know, we've played the Chiefs well at times. Not every time. We've gotten handed to us a few times by them, obviously, in the last few years. But we've also had those other games where it seemed like we were figuring things out before it got out of hand, or we just had that key mistake. If we can just go in next week and focus on our business, I think we have a really good shot. And it sounds like there's a chance we may get Massey and Bowles back on the offensive line. I got to think the message this week, during uh, during the week and during prep this week, is going to be running the ball down the Chiefs' throat, keep them, keeping Mahomes off the field. I don't see how that's not the message. And honestly, I know we like to defer to the second half if we win the coin toss, but I don't know. Maybe we take the ball first. We got the ball first this time. And I don't know, worked out well for us. Maybe we need maybe we need to set the tempo if we get the opportunity first on Sunday night. But it'll be fun seeing what the Broncos can do. And once again, big win to get to 6-5 and five on the 2021 season. The Broncos beat the Chargers 28-13. to 13. And until next time, this is the Rye Man with the Broncos Country Blitz. And remember to find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Broncos Country. And on Twitter at ddcr underscore. BCB.